Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom. The podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Obviously, you can probably tell that there's a bit of a different tune in the background today. I don't know, I was just feeling it. Also, I saw a comment on Apple Podcasts. Someone left a good review, I think, but they did say that the the background beat of this show can get a bit old, and they said they would listen regardless, but, you know, I want to take your comments to heart, so let's try some new stuff. This music is actually inspired by a thought that I've been having recently, and uh, so I thought it was appropriate. And of course, to explain this thought, I would need to do my intro with Jack Tea Garden's Clam Bake and B-flat, which is what you're listening to now. So let's jump into this idea here. But I'm going to let Jack finish up first. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so here we go. Nice mellow beat in the background now. So um, here's the thought that I've been having. So I've been thinking about the fact that it's interesting to contemplate one's place in history and thinking back to like prohibition or when marijuana was made illegal and the many reasons that happened. um, I don't know. I just can't help but think that culture has always been a really powerful influence in the outlawing of drugs in the United States. And I always have found the history fascinating, thinking about how, you know, let's say the temperance movement, for instance, was somewhat of a backlash against Irish Americans and Italian Americans, uh, in part at least, and the drinking behind those cultures, or the fact that making marijuana illegal in the U.S. was in a large part due to a backlash against African Americans. And these sorts of thoughts just kind of brought me to thinking about Kratom and the movement to make Kratom illegal. And how does that seem to fit into a history textbook? If we're going to be looking back on this time 50 years from now or 100 years from now, I won't be there probably unless I'm like the oldest person on earth. But (laughs) if if we're looking at this from a historical standpoint, 100 years out, let's say, how does this fit in to the history textbook. Would we view the attempts to ban Kratom a backlash against some sort of culture, or would it be because of monetary gain by keeping it illegal? Or, you know, that's kind of like the question that's floating around in my head. And I don't I don't really have a fully formed opinion about it, but that's kind of what I like to do on this show sometimes is just to share thoughts that I have going on in my head without, you know, telling you how it is, you know, like I don't, I don't have the answers necessarily, but I think that they're interesting thought experiments. 
And this is one that I really love because I'm a history nerd. So thinking through it a little bit, I mean, the second that I start talking about temperance and, you know, like cannabis, for instance, uh, so alcohol and cannabis being outlawed, I, I immediately think about many other reasons than just the simple backlash to culture that that resulted in those bans. Um, there, there's a heck of a lot going into that. There's also similar reasonings that I think, in part, are why there's a push to make Kratom illegal in the U.S. A lot of it has to do with monetary stuff, and a lot of it has to do with cultural stuff, maybe. But um, but there are other reasons, and and it's always complex. But there are some things that are just like blazingly like, yes, that's a big part of it that stare you in the face when you're looking at something in history. And I think a lot of that comes with the benefit of hindsight. You're able to look back at something and see the whole picture, whereas right now we're living through it and maybe not everything is as clear as it's going to be. So I do take that into consideration when I'm thinking about this, but I think, think, keyword think, I think that a large part of this is just fear from the opioid epidemic. And I don't necessarily think that it's like necessarily a backlash to culture, although maybe it is because maybe it's the culture of people who use natural alternatives to the pharmaceuticals that are approved through government agencies and that the backlash is towards that. Maybe that that's part of it. Or maybe it is like that it comes down to money or is it really just like it's fear is fear really driving everything is it like nobody who is you know taking the time to learn about kratom is going to think positively about it when when you're stuck in this context of wow we have so many people dying from opioid overdoses and addiction every year and it's just getting worse and and you also have all these drugs that are being made that are like synthetic and and those are in response to bans, but it's like, oh, now here's another one. Let's get rid of it. But it's like, no. And I think that that's why a lot of people think that Kratom is like a synthetic drug. Because I've heard that so many different places now. It's even, I think, one of the two reasons why it's illegal in Vermont. And that is absurd. But I think that it's like, it's listed as like, uh, within the same rule as a synthetic cannabinoid. It's like, it's not a cannabinoid, and it's not synthetic. <laughs> so what are you doing? But it's it. I think the fear drives it, and, and I think that a lack of information about something can still result in policy change. I'm sure there's plenty of examples of that throughout history, so this wouldn't really be an outlier if that was the case, that there's this movement and also a concerted effort through the government, at least in the past, and lingering now to make Kratom illegal because of fear and just blatant blindness or blindness by fear itself. So that's another discombobulated line of thought that I've been having uh, in my head recently. And then there's just like this idea that there are so many products that are available now. And this is something that differs from, I think, the temperance movement and the movement to make cannabis illegal and uh, I think that it, that the fact that we have so many different medications that we view mental illness in a more complex way that we have all these options at our fingertips that people can walk into a gas station and have 20 different options of anything standing right in front of them some of them are good for them and some of them will kill them on the spot 
And that, I don't know if that existed in the past, but I think a lot of that's somewhat new. Not all of it, certainly, but I think that a lot of things have been, uh, let's say, increased exponentially to the point where now you can have all these different products in a gas station. You can buy salvia in some states in a gas station. And this thing will like literally set you into Alice in Wonderland world for 20 minutes. <laughs> like that's pretty crazy, right? But you can't buy DMT and that's really illegal, but that'll do, well, not the same thing, but it's similar in that you, you get transported somewhere for a little while upon using it. Um, so there's that too. And is there just too much? Is it muddled to the point where something new comes out there, even though this isn't new, some, something is brought up in a, in a meeting and and there's one or two examples where it was involved in, you know, it was someone had ingested it and died the same day. And so therefore we've got to ban this thing because like there's all these crazy things out there and this is another one of them, you know, that could be another, that could be a line of thought for people who are just against it, but they're not like really thinking through the fact that they're trying to ban something that is more complex than that. And each one of these things, it would take too much time, I guess, for everyone to really evaluate everything that you can buy in a smoke shop. But this is one of those things that just happens to be very relevant and timely. And since it's relevant and timely, it's out there more and it happens to coincide with people who are using it to get off of this really bad stuff that they're addicted to. And therefore, there's the there's the exposure to it. And so here's an example of something that sticks out and it's like, well... You know, this blade of grass is the highest blade of grass, so let's cut it, you know? Maybe that's it. I don't know. This is a very... This is not a straightforward uh, thought that I have yet. I think I'm still kind of, like, uh, putting it together. But when I'm thinking about, like, looking back on this time from the future and thinking about what it looks like in history, I would think that it will have a lot of... of I think a lot of it will have to do with fear. And a lot of it will have to do with societal fear, a lack of information, but not because there isn't information out there, but because we're so saturated with information and we're so saturated with products that this is just like, it's just another one out there, but it's getting the visibility. And so it's like, this happens to be the thing that got the most visibility way back in the year 2022 at all these local board meetings and in these different towns and parishes and counties and uh, cities and states. And that's why it had to be addressed, even though there are plenty of other products that should be addressed this way and should be considered and weighed heavily about whether it should be allowed out there or not. In my opinion, I know that's an opinion. Some people don't think anything should be uh, illegal. And I respect that viewpoint and certainly see some merit to it. But I, I think that it's good to have some things that aren't legally accessible. But that's a whole other argument. And that's something that at the same time, I can see the, the negative aspects of that, too, because out of banning one substance, you get several more that are fake and more dangerous for you just because there's always a need for something like that, I guess. But anyway, it's kind of off topic, but not really. And this is just how my brain works sometimes. And I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> well, I'm going to leave it there and let you do the rest. So you you send me an email if you have any thoughts on this. What do you think? Kratom looks like in a history textbook 100 years from now. Uh, anything, everything, Kratom at gmail.com. Let me know. Now I got to get to work. <laughs> All right, everybody take care and we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week. Bye-bye. <laughs>